Greetings and welcome to Be Your Own Healer. I'm Jeanette Murray, and today's topic, The Gift of Hardships, may help explain why some people manage to handle life's ups and downs very successfully because of how they deal with adversity. Growing up, I never thought of hardships as gifts or as anything even remotely desirable. But life has a funny way of teaching us some of our greatest lessons by way of the struggles and challenges we face and the tests we have to go through. We all have hardships in life. No one who lives long enough can avoid them. So often when we're faced with a hardship, whether it be a personal crisis, a natural disaster, a great disappointment, a loss or failure, it's difficult or even impossible in the moment to imagine that we could ever feel positive about it. It's hard to imagine in the moment to think that what we're experiencing could possibly lead to some type of growth or learning. However, our human psychology has proven that people who experience hardships in life report better mental health and well-being and have a greater appreciation of life than those who've never encountered real hardship. Walt Disney once said, all the adversity I've had in my life, all my troubles and obstacles have strengthened me. You may not realize it when it happens, but a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you. <clears throat> Just imagine for a moment a person who never had any challenges, no major failures or disappointments, no big illnesses or profound losses, sadness or depression, or any of the things in life we call hardships. You may not even be able to come up with a person who fits the bill. I know I can't. Now just think how dull and boring a life that person's life must be, with everything running smoothly and perfectly, with no bumps in the road, no failures, no struggles, no disappointments. Would you even want to know this person? Would you be jealous of them? What could they teach you about suffering or hardship? Probably nothing. People who overcome hardships are much more likely to be interesting and inspiring. At least that's been my experience. As a counselor, I've worked with people who were so sheltered and indulged in childhood that they had to create hardship in their lives in various ways, through the use of drugs, gang involvement, promiscuity, engaging in dangerous, risky, or self-harming behaviors, anything to bring more stimulation into their otherwise dull and colorless lives. It occurred to me that people have an innate drive to stir things up, to have challenges, and even bring hardships into their lives. Why? Because they need to have such experiences in order to feel alive, in order to learn. We've all heard the saying, pain builds character. And even though none of us want to experience pain, we all have. Just the fact that you're here today means you're doing a good job of surviving life. As you look back on the painful experiences you've had, can you find something about that experience that taught you something or made you stronger? or more understanding, perhaps more compassionate. 
more resilient, or less judgmental. We're like diamonds. We start out as a lump of charcoal, and over time, the pressure of hardships transforms that black, opaque substance into something brilliant, reflective, and beautiful to behold. Like diamonds, we become what we are because of intense pressure or hardship. We are honed, sculpted, and formed into incredible loving beings capable of amazing things. And sometimes this happens after just one big traumatic event. And sometimes it takes weeks, months, or even years of adversity. If you've ever known anyone who has suffered greatly and made it through to the other side, you probably have noticed that they have extraordinary qualities such as patience, understanding, and compassion for others. There are, of course, those who suffer hardships, and it hardens their heart to the point that they feel bitter and angry and resentful. This doesn't happen to everyone, but it can happen. Often in life, when bad things happen, we first tend to wonder, why is this happening to me? There's an initial period of sadness because it's not what we want. It's not what we feel we deserve, and it isn't what we envisioned for our life. Many continue to be in pain and wish the trauma never happened, while others are able to accept it as something meaningful and growth-enhancing. Please understand that this is not to minimize the difficulty people go through or to pass judgment on those who don't bounce back and succumb to defeat or define themselves accordingly. The blocking beliefs of, I can't win, or it's not worth trying, or I'm not worthy, or, or I'm damaged goods, are real blocks to resilience. We've all heard about post-traumatic stress and how the effects of trauma in life can live on and continue to affect a person long past the experience of the trauma. It is real, and that is post-traumatic growth and healing that can take place after a post-traumatic stress experience. Psychological researchers have learned that people who go through trauma or extreme stress can develop amazing qualities such as a new positive attitude and appreciation for life, greater personal strength and resilience, stronger and more meaningful relationships, and spiritual growth. Some people even change their lives completely and find entirely new directions to go into, to go in, and new careers to pursue. One of the outcomes of suffering hardships is becoming more able to deal with life's difficulties. It can lead to something we call self-efficacy, the belief in one's ability to overcome obstacles and challenges. Some even have the attitude, well, if I could get through that, I could get through anything. They're accepting of life challenges and ready to take them on with the attitude 
that they will succeed. I believe every great athlete is familiar with struggle and hardship. The star basketball player, Michael Jordan, once said, I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. When we can accept in our lives that things are not guaranteed to be easy, that we won't be good at everything, and all our needs may not be met, we can navigate through life more easily. Such people make the most of what they have, appreciating all the experiences they encounter in life. I call this the bring it on attitude. If you know you're tough and strong, you're not afraid of hardship. But if you cannot accept failure or are afraid of it, you cannot succeed. Here's what Arnold Schwarzenegger said about hardships. Strength does not come from winning. Your struggles develop your strengths. When you go through hardships and decide not to surrender, that is strength. And Jose Canseco, a Cuban-American Major League Baseball player, said it like this, I'm so grateful for everything I went through. We learn from the hardships. I think of the men and women who train to be astronauts or soldiers. They go through tremendous pain and suffering because they believe the goal is worth the struggle. Watching the Olympics inspires me with what seems like superhuman athleticism and skill, but also the depth of commitment displayed by the athletes who endure such hardships just to get there. And not everyone gets a gold medal. I once heard a story about a woman who became ill with ALS. She had been strong, healthy, and able-bodied all her life. Then she began to experience the slow deterioration of all her motor skills. As one by one, she was confronted by the limitations of her body. She decided she would use her remaining faculty of problem solving to deal with the limitations. She found ways to move about, to reach for things, to pull on her clothes, even as her muscles gave out and stopped working. At one point, she lost control of her facial muscles and began to drool constantly. But her attitude was such that she wasn't going to give in to the drooling all over herself, so she fashioned a face mask lined with paper towels. She called it her chin bra. Even healthcare workers were impressed with her acceptance of each new challenge, each lost ability, even though she was fully aware that things would not get better, only worse. Toward the end, a family member asked her how she managed to stay so strong and be so cheerful. And you know what her response was? Well, we all have to die somehow. It's sometimes hard to see the gift in the struggle, but it is there. When a person goes through deep depression, that's not the time to tell them they're receiving a gift. But later, as the person looks back, they can begin to see and appreciate the gift 
of the hardship and suffering, even the beauty and meaning of experiences they thought they couldn't survive. Sometimes we can even see the lessons we learned as a result of the hardship and the meaning it brought to our life. One of those gifts is empathy, the ability to identify with the hardships and challenges other people face and feel compassion for what they're going through. In my work, I've found myself deeply concerned over parents who work hard to remove obstacles and make their children's lives smooth and easy. They indulge them, give in to their demands, fail to respond to their negative behaviors, or respond in ways that even reinforce the behaviors, not correct them or even apply any consequences. Such parents believe that this lack of discipline is a sure way to develop healthy self-esteem, and yet it does just the opposite. And I've seen the results of such upbringing in adults who still believe life should be easy, they should have their own way, others should provide for them, and they fail to accept the consequences of their behavior or the hardships in life as anything but positive. Instead, they become adults who cannot handle hurt feelings or disappointments or normal life suffering. And they build resentment because the world is a much different place than what they were prepared for. I once worked with a child who could not accept failing at anything. In fact, the pain of losing, no matter how small or insignificant the task was, was so great that it threw him into a tantrum and he would sulk for hours after. Friends began to turn away from him and not play with him because he was such a poor loser. He suffered from their rejection because he couldn't control his violent reaction to failure. He was pulled off teams and warned not to come back until he learned how to behave. What a tremendous burden this was in his young life. His need to win was such, a, which was such a source of frustration and anxiety for him, and he derived pleasure from a game only if he was the winner. He easily gave up when he failed at anything. So he was developing a habit of quitting whenever he failed or feared he might fail. It became a source of great sadness and even self-hatred. This child was destined to become an adult who could not handle the normal stresses and the expected failures that come along in life. He was destined for a life of disappointment and disillusionment. When one cannot experience the learning that comes from trying and failing and trying again, one may give up and never be able to experience the pure joy and satisfaction of success. In some cases, the reality of life becomes so daunting and pain becomes so real and inescapable, one may try to escape the pain through drugs or alcohol. Such readily available escape solutions only become burdens and lead to more pain. No one sets out to become dependent on or addicted to a substance from the start. 
But when it becomes a way of coping with hardships, it may reach a point of no return. There is, of course, a way out, but sometimes that struggle may prove more difficult and more unbearable than the pain of addiction itself. If you're looking for a smooth and easy path in life, you're on the wrong planet. If you're looking to be free of all pain, it might be a good idea to sit down and think about what that pain might teach you. The gift of hardship does not mean that we're finally at the finish line screaming with joy and excitement or dancing with our hands raised in the air. Rather, we may be limping, bleeding, and weeping, and yet be very grateful to have reached the end. In times of hardship, we develop coping skills. These skills continue to work for us in life, enabling us to cope with stress, anxiety, and situations that are out of our control. When we can step back and examine the hardships we've endured, we can take inventory of our strengths and personal resources. Struggles and hardships may not feel good in the moment, but they give us the ability to manage life. We can accept our imperfections, feel good about our accomplishments, and at the end of the day, we can say, I did the best I could. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope this has been helpful to you in dealing with the hardships you've overcome and the new ones you may face in life. I'm so happy to have spent this time with you. So please take care, God bless, and be grateful for your hardships. Above all, give yourself credit for how courageous you are. Goodbye.